Welcome to the Bay Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. You can find out more about us on our website at thebaychurch.co.uk. Wow. How are you doing? All right? He's good. Wow. We've had our first miracle. Joe's got a skirt on. <laughs> our first miracle. My name is... Sorry? Can't hear me at the back? now. it's coming up, thank you. I said Joe's got a skirt on. Joe, skirt. Dress, dress. I am a guy, excuse me. Wow. It's just a great sense of celebration. And, and you know what? Um, it's a mirror of what heaven is doing right now. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but in heaven, it is just one big celebration. My Bible tells me that there's no tears, there's no mourning, there's no pain, there's no sadness. It is a place of bliss, eternal bliss, and heaven is already at that place right now. And we get to join in. We, as Christians, we, we, we get to join in with the, the song of heaven, which is a song of joy and a song of rejoicing and a song of hope, and a song of peace. You see, God didn't make a bad thing. There was nothing He made that was bad. Everything He made was good. And, and the Bible tells me that God is restoring all things to Himself. We're in the process here on earth of being restored back to how He intended it to be. Not something new, so make how it was intended to be right at the beginning. You see, because when God made the heaven and the earth, He said it is good. When He made you and when He made me, He says it is good. Huh. There was a word, a prophetic word brought earlier on today. I'm not going to speak for very long. We're going to have some more worship before I go, so don't get too comfortable. Um, there was a prophetic word today, and the scripture for that prophetic word was this. And my God, your God, my God, will meet all your needs according to not what you think, sense, or feel, but according to His riches in glory. That was the prophetic word brought there. And I've learned as a preacher to be able to bring and release those prophetic words because, hear me well on this, they're as powerful as reading the Bible. It's a now word from God. If you're sitting in this place today and you have a need, then God's word to you today prophetically is He wants to meet your need. And it's according to His riches. See, it's not according to my riches because my riches are limited. I don't know if you've seen my bank account, but I've got limited riches. But His riches are not limited. His wealth unending. He has love that never stops loving. He has grace that never stops giving. He's not limited like we're limited. You know, when somebody upsets us and we don't want to talk to them anymore, God's not like that. You should be happy about that. Because quite often we are running away from God. But you know what the Bible says? You can make your bed at the far side and He'll still find you. Yeah. 
You can go to the depths and He's still there. You can go to the heights and He's still there. Wherever you go, His Spirit is. There's nowhere He's not. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, then great. But it should bring you comfort to know that there's nowhere He's not. There's a preacher in the making in that man. He's saying amen and hallelujah more than you. He can hear the word of the Lord. I can tell you. Do you know when John the Baptist and Jesus first met each other? In the womb. Oh, how long this guy's crazy. Emma, in the womb. Let me read this verse to you because this is the word I want to bring to you today. It says in Ephesians 2 and chapter 8, it says this. God saved you by His grace. He saved you by His grace. His grace. He's full of grace. He saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take any credit for this. There's nothing I can do that brings me to God. Hold on. Do I not have to repent? Do I not have to say I'm sorry, God? Yeah, there's all of that stuff. But listen, nothing you could do could bring you close to God. It's His grace. It's His sacrifice. It's His Son, Jesus, that brings us into relationship with the Father. There's nothing you can do about that other than receive the gift. So it says, there's nothing you could do. This, this is, <laughs> you can take no credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things you have done. Just let that drop into your spirit for a minute. No matter how good you think you are. Salvation is not a reward for how good you think you are. And I'm so pleased about that because I'm pretty bad. Here's the word for today. For we are God's masterpiece. Here's the word for today for you. Tell your neighbor you're a masterpiece. Come on. Tell them. I don't know about you, but and, and what you might describe as a masterpiece, there are, as we all know, some real pieces of art that fetch millions and trillions of pounds and they're classed as masterpieces of art and, and, and they hold great value. But sometimes it can be that first drawing that your kid does that you put on the fridge. That's a masterpiece. You see, you see the, 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 the identity of a masterpiece depends on the value you hold for it. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. Some of us are pennies dropping. You see, when God says that you're His masterpiece, He holds value for you. You're valued. You are loved. His grace extended towards you because He created you in His image. You are His masterpiece we look at Silas and we think no he's Joe's and he's Alex no he's God's masterpiece they've been privileged with parenting him but he's God's masterpiece huh. before you understand huh, who created you you need to understand this that you were created by God 
Who created us? It wasn't your mum or your dad. Oh yeah, there was some stuff went on there. Let's not get involved in that. The kids are upstairs. We don't want to get too rude today. Your mum and dad had a part to play, but you're created in the image of God. You're his masterpiece. You're an original. You're not a fake. You're not even a copy. There's no copies. Isn't that amazing? With the billions of people we have in this world today, there's not one copy. The problem is sometimes we try to copy others. <laughs> God says, don't copy others. You're not meant to copy others. You're an original. You know, original's always worth more than a copy. Come on. I'm preaching good. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. An original's always worth more than a copy. And you're an original. Wow. How much did God pay for you? He paid everything he had. He emptied heaven of himself to pay for you. The Bible calls it, he redeemed you back. It simply means this, he bought you back. He paid for you. And he didn't pay a little bit. He didn't go to his savings account and go, how much shall I draw out? He went, I'm going to empty heaven of itself to pay for you and to pay for me. Because you're a masterpiece. Because there's only one of you. Oh. Huh. Who made you? God made you. You're an original. And how much are you worth? Everything. Everything. We often ask questions like, who am I? <laughs> who am I? I want to tell you that the answer is not found outside of God, but in God. Oh, there are some biological stuff we could do and all the generic stuff that tells us where our heritage is and all of that. And by the way, we just need to give a big, a big hands out to, to the parents of Joe and to Alex as well. Their grandparents. Come on. Because they're a result of what was sown into them. Joe and Alex are a result of what was sown into them. Like what was sown into you. Amazing. I became a granddad um, a few years back and I love it. I love being a granddad. It is fun. Where are we going? <laughs> you see, the destination, most people would say the destination is heaven. And that is true. But, it's, but there, there is a place of experience of heaven here on earth before you get to heaven. It's not a hold on until we get there. God, God wants you to celebrate now. He wants His joy and His peace to be in you now. He wants you to understand now your worth, not just when you get to heaven. He wants us to live in the fullness of that, that I am God's masterpiece. Do you know, often we look in a mirror and we'll quite often say, I am not a masterpiece, especially when you're getting a bit older like me. But actually, you are. Because it's not determined by your age. It's not determined by how good or bad you are. It's determined by God the Father himself. And he says, you're my masterpiece. I don't feel like a masterpiece, Alan. It doesn't really matter what you feel like. 
You see, you didn't set it. It was set in heaven. It was set by the Father as to how valuable you are. It wasn't set by you. <laughs> Why am I so sure of this? Because I tell you before, God doesn't make mistakes. You might have been a result of your mum and dad's passionate lovemaking and out you came. Or that might not have been your experience. But you're not a mistake. There's nobody a mistake. God wasn't surprised by your birth. Your parents might have been. But God was not surprised by your birth. He said He foreknew you. He knew you before the beginning of time. He knew that that masterpiece was going to be born. <laughs> ha. Ha. Says He wove you together. He knit you together in your mother's womb. We are not just made by God but we are made for God. There's a purpose into which God gave heaven itself for you. It's because He wanted relationship with you. You see, we get tied up, don't we? We all we think about church and rules and regulations. And Do you know the best thing I can do for people is, is get them to understand that God wants relationship with them first and foremost. You don't go to church. You be church. You are church. Why? Because as God put His sonship and daughtership on your life, you become part of a bigger family that is much bigger than you ever, ever know. Across this world today, thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are coming into a knowledge, a fresh understanding and revelation that they are sons and daughters of a living God. They're coming into that knowledge and it's blown them away. Right. I'm going to be good and finish early like I said I would. Wow. No matter where I have come from or what I look like or how dragged up I may have been, there is something of God in me that wants to be expressed out of me. You see, it's not just about you understanding that you're God's masterpiece, but the purpose for which you were called into relationship with God is to express God to those around you. You become a son and a daughter to express the very nature and presence of God. The Bible says that God comes and makes His home in you. And if His home is in you, then it's spread out to those people around you. Come on, preacher. Come on, preacher, mate. Yes. See, he's shouting for his heavenly dad, not his earthly dad. He might be shouting for his earthly dad, actually, but I'm going to take it. Come on, can you? I've got him. Hello. Hello. 
What do you think? You're not getting me, Mike. No. Do you want to shout at Dad? Do you want to shout at Dad? Dad, Dad, Dad. Where's Dad? Dad, dad, dad. I'll sit you down because I don't want you falling. All right, mate? Dad! Out of the mouths of babes, it says, doesn't it? So I'm going to finish with this. Call upon your dad. Call upon your dad. You have need today? Call upon your dad. You have a spiritual need today, call upon your dad. You have a physical need today, call upon your dad. Because he is interested in every aspect of who you are. Because you're his masterpiece. Because he emptied heaven for you. Do you think God is disinterested in you? No, he isn't. He's interested in every aspect of your life. Sometimes we hide bits of our life from God like he can't see them. Well, I'll just do that God can't see this bit. God sees every bit. And you know what? He's not put off by it. (laughs) He's not put off by it. I mean, I don't know how you, if you pray by closing your eyes, holding your hands out, just as you are right now, I just want you to, to presume the position, whatever that is for you, where you communicate outside of yourself with the Heavenly Father. And right now, in this moment, in this time, we're just going to have some time where we're going (laughs) to... I want to reaffirm, you know, do you know when I read some of the stats, and particularly around the northeast of England, about the people who have low self-worth, about the fact that we're, we're in a place, we're in a place where we have the largest number of male suicides... We're, we're in a place where, where we've got more people unemployed. And other, we're in this place where the people are longing to know that they are God's masterpiece created in His image. And they need, they, need the me, they need the message of understanding this, that God does not devalue them in one sh- any way, shape, or form. That they are valued by God, that God poured out heaven for them. And that's the same for you and me right now today. Life might be good for you. I don't know what life's like for you at the moment. It might be good. But even in the midst of the goodness, there's a call that God has that says, you're my masterpiece. I created you. You were created to be in relationship with me. So I just pray, Father, right now, that every single person under the sound of my voice today would know what it is to be able to cry out, Dad, Daddy, Father, Daddy, Father, Daddy, come on, help me, he's helping me, Father, Daddy. That cry is in you, church. That cry is in you. Whatever your circumstance, whatever you need, that cry is in you today. And God has ears that wants to hear your cry today. And He'll come and meet with you. And He'll come and sup with you. He'll come and stay with you. He'll come and make His home in you. And I pray as I finish that the grace, 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the love of God and that the fellowship of the Holy Spirit will be with you all. Amen.